With coaching, I've found that usually the first step in helping others learn how to attract the people that they're interested in is to help them figure out and understand what their personal most attractive traits are. Because many people don't even know this about themselves, so they kind of struggle with being attractive. But once you know what your main attractive traits are, your best ones, then how do you take that and communicate that to other people to help spark attraction in them? And I'll tell you what not to do, which is to tell them like how amazing you are and why they should like you. Because bragging and showing off just tank your chances because it's seen by most people as just like it's a huge turnoff. Think about how you feel when you sense somebody is trying to impress you because they have like some agenda. So usually, you know, once we sense that, like we'll become cautious, we put up our guard as we should. Uh, sometimes we just like stop listening, you know, because we kind of know like, I don't know where this is going, but, you know, I'm not trusting this. And and they can get worse because you start to like doubt everything that they're saying and like credibility can just be, you know, can be lost and it can be gone. So what is the magic difference then between like, say, bragging and losing credibility and then also on the other hand, like successfully creating attraction in somebody else? So not only today am I going to like tell you what the difference is, but I'm going to explain it to you so you understand how to use it and how to apply it with everything that you do and communicate. And this is going to help you not just with flirting and attracting people, but it's going to be helpful in any situation where you're trying to make an impression with people. So it could be a work presentation or it could be like how you communicate with your family or your friends. So this is going to be the trick to earning credibility, developing trust, and allowing attraction to start to develop. Hello, I'm Stephen and welcome to Ethical Seduction. As a sex-positive educator and volunteer serving our local Nashville Kinky Community Center, I noticed that some people were struggling to attract the types of people they desired. So I started Ethical Seduction as a way to help others create authentic connections with whomever they choose. Flirting and seduction skills matter. They can transform your life and benefit everyone around you. Ethical Seduction is here to help you live the life you want with the people you want. Hello again, and thanks for joining me. Today's topic is about the single best way to build attraction. Because like I said earlier, like bragging and telling people about how like awesome you are, that that's not going to work. And it usually ends up like hurting your reputation. So what should you do? So I'm just gonna go right in and give you the answer. Uh, the single best way that you want to, to convey your attractive traits to somebody is through demonstration. So the thing about demonstrating, there's a difference between demonstrating your traits and like just telling somebody or like talking about them, right? Okay. So as a good example is like, if you just walk up to somebody, you start telling them about like, oh, I'm really good at this or really good at that. There's not necessarily much credibility about that. Like anybody can say that, you know, there's, there's not necessarily a believability factor to it. And so we, I'm going to say subconsciously, we're just kind of aware of that, you know? So like talking and telling people, you know, why maybe they should like you, even if it's like true, it doesn't always have a ton of weight to it. On the flip side, demonstrating 
what your best traits are. People see that and they they pick up on it right away and there's a sense of believability to it. So one of the things I'm gonna emphasize as we go through this episode is I wanna show you different examples of like how you can do that because the real trick is to know that demonstration is much more important. It's, it's, that's the way you need to express your best traits. But then how you go about doing that can be a little bit trickier. That's where people have a hard time. They go, I don't necessarily know how, you know, like I'm very honest, like how do I express that? How do I show that? So I wanna try to cover that type of thing in today's episode to kind of give examples so that you understand. But demonstrating is, is the, that's the answer to, to this show. That's the, the, that's the single best way to build attraction. The trick is to do it well. So before we get into all that, let me first recap a little bit about like what is attraction? What generates attraction in somebody else? And so I have learned from doing this podcast that it really kind of comes down to, to three main things. Anything that you do that is going to make somebody's life safer, easier, or better is going to end up being attractive. And I know that's maybe not the traditional way that most people tend to think about it. That is, um, as anybody who listens to the show, like I've mentioned it before, like I love evolution and kind of how it works. And for me personally, I found that like as I learned about it, I was able to kind of see things kind of pop up in like regular human behavior and it answered a lot of questions for me. So what is attractive? It's a really big scope. And I think when to boil it down, it's like anything you do that is going to make somebody's life better, easier, or safer, they are going to appreciate, you will appreciate when somebody comes along and makes your life better, easier, or safer. So there's all sorts of things that we do like in our everyday life that are in essence, these things are like what kind of helps build relationships and strengthen the relationships. And so those are a lot of like what drives attraction. So especially when you first go meet somebody you know, you don't know anything about this other person. They don't know anything about you. And as you start to have those conversations, you know, believe it or not, a lot of what you're kind of feeling out is like, you know, is this safer? You know, is this person somebody who I can trust and feel comfortable with? You know, do they give me like for easier or better? Are they benefiting me somehow? Because we can't really be around people that are always taking energy and time from us. Like we can do that for a certain amount of time but in the long term, that that's not a good <laughs> mathematical equation. It's like you'll just get burned out on stuff, right? And you'll have to like stop that relationship. It's not going to feel good because it's not supposed to feel good. So, but we like being around people that contribute to us, and those are the people that we want to really invest in. So, what I want to do to as a framework for this conversation is and, and to kind of explain the, about the demonstrations and give examples of it so that you really understand and and are able to use this is I found an article online. It was from businessinsider.com. And the article itself is called The Eight Most Attractive Qualities People Look For in a Partner. So I wanted to talk about this one. I thought it'd be kind of fun because it, like, it does give you eight good ideas of like ways to be attractive and um in some ways, I think of these almost as like buttons or switches. Like if you do these things, people, generally speaking, are going to like you and they're going to find you attractive. And this is not just like straight up like, oh, I'm going to look good or I'm how I'm going to approach people. This is like a deeper, deeper level of like, how do you actually like make that connection that really is going to like matter, I'm going to say more. So in this article, this Business Insider 
eight most attractive qualities that people look for in a partner, the, the eight that they had are trust, friendliness, vulnerability, humility, confidence without cockiness, genuine interest, sense of humor, and optimism. And so I want to break those down and talk about them, but also like get into like, how do you demonstrate this? Because when you first go up and meet somebody, or even if you know them for a while and you're having coffee for the third time or something, you're not gonna like consciously be like, I now need to demonstrate trust. Therefore, I will do you know X and Y. Like, and I don't want you thinking that way. I would rather you like internalize this and know it and understand it to where it's like it's going to come more naturally. And so, when you're meeting that person and you're talking with them, you can just be in the moment. So, my hope and my goal is that as you listen to this episode, you kind of come out with that general understanding to where you can apply this because you will understand it. Let's, let's jump right in and let's take the first one of these attractive traits, which is trust. So trust is something we talk a lot about on the show. Trust and safety to me kind of go hand in hand. Uh, and this can be like, you know, how you, for demonstrating, how do you demonstrate trust and safety? So for, it starts off with like how you walk up to the other person, you know, or, or how when they walk up to you, how you greet them. So, you know, you don't want to like, for example, come up to somebody from behind, you know, that's that, that could like startle them or scare them. You don't want to, you know, you need to be like safe. You need to approach them, you know, maybe smiling, things like that. So just as you first see somebody, you start to pick up different signals. And so that is a way to actually demonstrate that you are a trustworthy or a safe, safe person. And then trust is also something that has to be earned. So this is going to be continuous. Like you're going to be earning this over time as they're interacting with you you need to make sure that you are aware that trust is really important. And again, we talk about authenticity. We want you to act as authentic as you possibly can. That's the best thing for you. But it's also when you're talking with other people, they're gonna care about that, right? If they see that you are acting inauthentically, then that sends up kind of a red flag that you're like hiding something or potentially like misleading them. So we don't we don't wanna do that. So we really are better off to just like express who we are honestly, that that's gonna go a lot further for us. But trust, if you, you're not gonna have any attraction unless you have trust and safety. We've talked about that before on here too, that the way I tend to think of it is like, that's almost a foundational element that if you don't have that, that you can't build any attraction. Um, and Ava, I remember talking with her, uh, Ava on the episodes in the past, you know, made a comment about like, yeah, once somebody sort of like breaks the trust or breaks the foundation, like the, the attraction like goes away and it often is not able to come back because there's not that, that foundation level of sort of trust and safety that's going on there. So just be aware of that. Um, again, I think probably the biggest takeaway is like the more authentic and honest that you can be about yourself and sharing that with somebody else, that that's going to help develop and build the trust. So friendliness is next. So this seems really obvious, like in a lot of ways, you know, okay, you just have to demonstrate that you're friendly, but think about it this way. Like um, it is important, like social, like the way we interact with other people socially matters, right? So that when you are with a partner, it, you do want to have, you're going to need to have 
good social manners. If you don't, that kind of reflects a lot of times on the other partner. So just be aware of like, they're going to be watching you and they're going to be watching like everything you kind of do, right? So how you treat like the wait staff at a restaurant gives them signals. And so you should be kind to those people. Obviously, I feel like that goes kind of without saying, but you should be kind to them. If you give them a hard time or something, it's like that goes in the back of people's minds, you know, that they kind of pick up on all these signals. And so treating people well, it, it matters. And so this is going to include family, you know, how you talk about your family, how you talk about, say, your parents or your kids. Uh, just be aware that every little thing that you're kind of doing is demonstrating like who you are and, and you know, what matters to you and how you're going to potentially be talking about, you know, this person that you're interested in. You know, you could be talking to your friends about them later. Like, you know, they're going to be aware that, you know, hey, if this person talks bad about their family, they might talk bad about me to other people too. And so friendliness overall matters. But I think that the, in this particular case, like how do we demonstrate that we are friendly as an attractive trait? Just be aware that how you treat others is going to be picked up on and, and judged and valued. And so just have that in the back of your head with really with every interaction that you have. The next one up is one of my favorites. You all are probably tired of hearing about it, which is vulnerability. And I love vulnerability. And the more I have like been doing this podcast and have like learned more about vulnerability, the more I realize like the power that is like in it. And everybody's like, oh my God, I hate being vulnerable. And I understand that, right? And this is probably one of the hardest ones to to demonstrate and do it because it's like scary and it has risks to us. Okay. So let me let me explain. So with vulnerability, you know, we get drawn to people who are comfortable revealing themselves to us. So this goes back to say like the salesman person where you're, you know, they're talking to you and you realize like, uh oh, this person has an agenda and we throw up our guards. And, you know, we have red flags and we're like, we're not sure where they're going with all this thing, but we don't totally trust them, right? We love people though, where where we, they reveal themselves to us and we, we can see them and we know who they are. Like that is really comforting. And we often value that very highly because they are this kind of open person that is willing to share that. So the vulnerability aspect can be really attractive. And one of the things I like about this too, is it gets into like, you do not have to be perfect, right? You can be imperfect. And when you mess up in front of somebody, like it's not the end of the world because you just you just admit it, you know? Uh, and be, by doing so, you're kind of showing humility and vulnerability and you usually actually get credit for that, which is, again, most people don't think of it that way. But, you know, we don't like and we don't trust perfect people. We actually like imperfect people because we know that that's how we are ourselves. So when we see somebody else do that, when we see somebody else make a mistake, then usually the way they handle themselves, like that kind of tells us like, okay, now like I know I'm allowed to make mistakes too. And this person is not going to like jump all over me. So we're more comfortable with say imperfect people. So with vulnerability, the more that you can like open up and and share of yourself with other people, that is going to be seen as attractive. Now, I do want to put like a, a little bit of a disclaimer on here. There's a difference between sharing like who you are and doing so in a way where you're, so you wanna share who you are 
asking nothing in return. If you end up asking for something, like sometimes people might be like, uh, they might do it almost like as a, it could be like a plea, like, like in a vulnerability sense, like you have to help me because if you don't do this thing, like everything's going to be just horrible. So they could be like putting themselves in that vulnerable position. Like, you know, you have to help me, but they're asking, they're making an ask, you know, back, like you've got to do this for me. They're putting pressure on you and that doesn't feel very good. So you don't want to do the vulnerability thing in a way where you're accidentally dumping on somebody else or like putting pressure on them to be helping you. But if you're able to like open up and express yourself or express like if you've messed up, anything like that where you're kind of showing people like who you really are, that gets appreciated. And that is actually really rare, especially if you're just meeting somebody for like the first, second, third date. People do not usually open themselves up all that much. So I want to encourage you to be able to do so. You need to do it wisely. Don't throw the most, the, you know, the scariest thing out there. You don't want to, again, dump on people, but uh, you do want them to be able to kind of see who you are. So you're going to test the waters or as Ava likes to say, you do breadcrumbing where you kind of put something out there, see how the person reacts. And if they react positively, you can go further and you can share more about yourself with them. Vulnerability, hugely, hugely attractive. And that is something I think most of us kind of overlook and we often hide it. You know, we, we, we don't want people to see that aspect for us. So just keep that in mind. The next two, I think, really go hand in hand. I'm going to talk to them as, as a group. So it's humility without really being embarrassed. And then there's also like confidence without being cocky. So with humility, and well, both of these, humility and then also the confidence, you, you don't want to be bragging or showing off, right? If you're doing that kind of thing, that kind of falls into that whole cocky, that that cockiness part. Confidence is like really in a lot of ways, it's like demonstrating that you're comfortable in yourself, which is why I kind of put it together with the humility. So, uh, and, and cockiness, on the other hand, we were just talking about neediness. Cockiness is really a form of neediness. It is like a form of like begging people for their attention. Like, look how great I am. You know, you're begging for attention. So that's, doesn't feel good, not attractive, Try, try not to do it, but to have the confidence where you're comfortable about like, again, going back to authenticity, just being comfortable expressing like who you are, like that's where that confidence part comes at, comes into play. And then vulnerability, you don't have to be perfect. Again, that, I love it, rolls right into the confidence. As long as, once you kind of realize you do not have to be perfect, your confidence is gonna start going up because you're gonna be able to be in the moment and and know that like, hey, yeah, I just showed something that wasn't perfect about me. That That's actually gonna gain me some points. And that I think is, for lack of a better term, I think it's fun you know, to kind of know that. And it really does kind of give you some comfort that you can be yourself and that that is going to work to attract people. But the humility, you know, we don't really like people that brag or talk too much about themselves. Humility is really good. And then the confidence is just showing that you're comfortable with who you are. And if you're comfortable with who you are, you're probably going to be comfortable with who the other person is too. So they go hand in hand. Another one that they listed on this article here was genuine interest. And this is kind of fun, I think, too, in general, because like a lot of times people will give the dating advice of like, well, at the beginning, you know, you don't want to show that you're interested. You want to just like kind of act indifferent, like you don't care. And 
I'm going to put a disclaimer on that. I think that that might work in the very beginning when you very first meet somebody, you know, that, that you don't know them, right? So when you don't know them, in some respects, like, why should you care? Okay. So I think acting indifferent early on can be okay. Uh, it could be good. It could be appropriate, you know, at, at a certain point because you don't really know them very well. Um, but it's only going to work then, you know, and it's not once you kind of get into having a conversation with somebody and you're starting to make some kind of connections or if, especially if you want to make connections, like it's it's not going to work at that point. You, you, the other person is going to pick up like, is, is it worth this investment having this conversation with you? Is it worth their time and their energy? And so how do they know that? Well, they're going to want to see if you're interested, you know, so expressing that you are interested, that you like this conversation, that you care about what is being taught, not that you care about what is being discussed and that connection aspect like that is valuable. That really has to happen. Um, another common mistake I think that people do all the time is like they don't want to like admit to the other person that they, you know, are interested in them romantically or interested in them sexually. And the problem there is like when we don't express that, one, I'm going to say it's like it's not authentic, right? If you're feeling that inside and you're not expressing it, you should just be aware that you're holding back. And in a lot of ways, that should kind of be a little bit of a red flag. But if you're feeling that and you're not expressing it and the other person, like if they're not picking up any signals from you that you are interested in them romantically or that you're interested in them sexually, then they're going to move on as, as they should. Because again, they're, they're going to want to know like, who, who are you? Who are you really? You know, what is your agenda? That sort of thing. And so to express that is important. So again, genuine interest is showing that you are listening, that you care about the conversation, you care about what's going on. That is, that's an attractive trait. The uh, indifferent attitude is maybe going to work in the very beginning, but it's not one that I really like or would really suggest because I'd really much rather have you all be authentic in how you approach people and how you interact with them. And I think that is a much better like long-term game. And it works short-term too, you know, and that that is one of the things when you walk up to somebody and you are authentic and honest with them from the very get-go, you're going to start generating that trust instantly from them. That I think is a much better win than than doing games. We, we don't want to we don't want to be doing games. So um, another one is sense of humor, and I'll just kind of say this is I think is really easy to understand. It's like just saying that you have a really good sense of humor is who cares? Anybody can say that, right? It doesn't have any kind of weight or clout to it. But like cracking jokes when you're cracking jokes, like that's where you're actually demonstrating that you're funny. And actually cracking jokes is a good example of like, that's maybe not the only way to be funny. You know, that people can be like witty, they can have dark senses of humor. So it's like whatever you sort of have your style, like that's the best way to kind of present it and to demonstrate it. But again, point here is like just saying that you're funny gets you zero points for that category. And then the last of these eight is optimism. So what I want to share here that I think of about a lot of times is years ago, I read a book on about getting a job and about work. And, and one of the points that they made is like when you go in to get hired or, you know, say you're, you're going in for an interview or something, they don't necessarily hire the person who has the best 
qualifications, you know, that I think when you get hired, it's like you need to be able to do the job. You're not going to get the job if, if the person feels like you can't do the job. But if you have the traits, then you're kind of in this other pot of yeah, like all these, you know, these three people over here, they can all handle this job. They can all do it. So who gets hired out of that? It's usually it's decided like in the first like 20 seconds as you walk into the room or you start talking with the person, they kind of make this initial snap judgment about do they like you or not. And then the rest of the interview is like them proving to themselves that their original snap judgment was correct. And that happens a lot more than what we think. Uh, and so in the end, what, what's going on though is like they hire you because they have to work with you day after day after day. And so they hire the person that they look forward to working with. So in this case here, in this article, I read, you know, that the number eight was like listed as optimism. You know, we enjoy being around people who, who make our lives easier and better. And so optimism is one of those aspects that kind of shows that, that, you know, we, we enjoy being around that. That's the kind of person that we're going to want to go, you know, work with and hang out with and be around every, every day. And it's just, and I'm just going to compare that with like somebody who is not optimistic, totally fine, you know, to have, to not be optimistic here and there, you know, or if you're just having a bad day, I would not, if you're having a bad day, don't, don't hide that. You don't need to hide it. But just generally, just knowing that optimism is something that is an attractive trait, I think is is important. So again, for all eight of these things, I, I hope by going through this, it's like you get some examples and you kind of understand, you know, one, you know, what are some things that are kind of really are attractive that people care about, which I think all these, when you stop and think about it, you're like, yeah, these are all kind of common sense, Stephen. But but just these are the aspects, you know, if we do these things, we are going to be attracting people. And so, so what does all this mean? So the next time, what it means is like the next time you really want to like go in and, and like you see somebody, they capture your attention, you're interested in them and you want, and, and let's say you start talking to them and you realize like, yeah, I do, you know, I like this person, I'm interested. The next time that happens like, and you want to like generate attraction in somebody else, you don't have to show off. You don't have to brag or do like pickup lines. You know, I'm not a real advocate for pickup line. I'm not an advocate for pickup lines, period. <laughs> okay. Um, but, but instead, like just demonstrate these qualities. You know, these are your attractive qualities. And then I think too, it's like you really want to know like which ones, like nobody's going to be perfect at all these things. You do not need to be perfect at all these things. But if you know which ones like you really kind of excel at, then it kind of lets you be able to kind of, you know, put that foot forward and demonstrate that to other people. And that kind of helps, you know, get them hooked into like who you are. And, and so, you know, again, what does all this mean? It's like, just as you approach people, as you start having your conversations, you know, be authentic, be open, be vulnerable. It's fine to be imperfect. And just kind of know that by demonstrating, having the conversation, you are demonstrating your attractiveness. You don't need to like try to do any kind of tricks. You don't have to like try to like really go out and impress somebody, but it's like how you have the conversations, you know, how you have the follow-up with the person on like say the next day, um, the how you invite them to go to coffee or if you come up with a date of like going, I always say rock climbing, you know, something like that that's like a little bit different or off the wall. Like it's how you act and it's demonstrating like who you are and how you're going to treat people that that's what really matters. And so one of my favorite things about attraction though is like we don't get to really choose who we're attracted to. We don't 
get to, like we feel that in ourselves, right? It's the other person that comes along and like flips our switches. So in this case, you know, these are things like, these are ways you can go flip the other person's attraction switches by demonstrating who you are. So again, just go out, take your best traits that you know that you have internally and just demonstrate these and be in the moment in your conversations and just show who you are and things are gonna go really, really well and I think you're gonna love the results. Ethical Seduction would like to hear from you. Everybody's got their own like little tips and tricks that they do that really kind of help deepen connections with either flirting or interacting with other people. And we would really like to hear from different listeners. So if you have something that is on your mind that you think would really benefit others, go to ethicalseduction.com and leave us a message. There's a box where you can just click on the button and leave us a voicemail. And if, if we can, we'll be happy to use your suggestion on the air. Also, for a limited time, I'm setting up free attraction Kickstarter sessions. These will be free 45-minute sessions where we'll have time to chat about any sticking points that you might be currently experiencing. But also, I want to be able to help get you started developing your own attraction plan. And this will include us figuring out like what your most attractive traits are so that you will know why people value you and what you can use to really connect with people that you're interested in. So why am I offering to spend this much time with individuals for free? So one, it's going to let me connect with you as an individual, and I'll be able to help you right then and there. But also, I think I'm just going to get a lot of valuable feedback from talking with people, and I'm going to learn a lot, and it's going to help teach me, like, what is it that you're working on, and what is it that you need? And that's going to help, in turn, make the podcast be more beneficial to you. So I feel like everybody wins from the time that we spend by doing this. So. If you're interested in chatting, just please go to ethicalseduction.com and you can sign up for the free attraction Kickstarter call today. Thanks. And the last free thing that I have also out there for people to use is the guide for connecting conversations. This is a free PDF I've put together. Some people didn't know what to say. They'd run out of things to say, right? And this is a guide to conversations so the conversations can flow better and so you always know something fun and interesting to say. And in addition, there's some tips. If you maybe deal with like some anxiety and you're not the best with conversations, there's some tips in there to kind of help you make that a little bit easier for you as well. So if you'd like that, the free guide for connecting conversations, again, you can just download that right from ethicalseduction.com. If you like today's show, please remember to follow us so you can get future episodes on your podcast player of choice. Remember, if you have friends who you think like might benefit from like some of the things we talk about on the show, then shoot them a link, you know, share, share something with them and that can make a difference in their life. That, that's why we're here. And if you happen to listen on Apple Podcasts and you're be so kind to take a minute and leave us a rating or a brief review, that helps us out a lot. We get to read the reviews and that helps kind of t- us tailor and shape the show that we do in the future. And also, if you want to follow us on social media, we're at Ethical Seduction on Instagram, Facebook, FetLife, and Reddit. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. And remember to live the life that you want with the people that you want. Bye.